KJams 105.3. You're sitting there pretty with me, your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy in the morning. How you doing this morning? I hope that this Sunday morning is going easy as your gospel should be. If this is your first time with me, then allow me to reintroduce myself. They call me Preach Easy, not because I'm easy on the eyes, but because I believe the gospel should be easy like your Sunday morning. That means here on KJams 105.3, we're going to be diving into the nitty gritty. You know, answering the question that you ask yourself in the middle of the night, like, who am I? What is my purpose? Why did God make me? Well, I believe the answers to the, all that start with you. The journey getting there, the journey getting there is where it gets a little tough. Where it can get a little difficult, but that's where I come in. Has your favorite radio reverend? That's the most popping podcast, Pope. Oh, yeah. I'm on all streaming platforms, so that means all you got to do to stay tuned in and up to date, especially as we are diving into our Acts of Faith series. Well, all you got to do is type in Preach Easy wherever it is that you listen to your music or you get your podcast. Heck, I made it so simple, you can even type it in on Google. Just type in Preach Easy. That's P-R-E-A-C-H. Put a little space in between. E dot Z. And that'll keep you tuned in and up to date, especially as we are finishing out our Acts of Faith series series. But before we dive too far into it, let's go ahead and gather up our issues, our challenges, the situations and problems we may have been carrying with us for the past week, the past month, maybe it's been for the past year, the past decade, the past couple of years. Whatever the case may be, let's take the moment now to give all of those issues, concerns, problems, and situations over to God so we can focus on what the Lord has in store to show us today. So go ahead, gather those issues, those challenges, those situations and problems, and let's just exhale them out and give them over to the Lord now for this moment. So go ahead, gather them up and just exhale. Just... And now that we created a space to move in the groove, let's breathe on in those promises, the blessings, the good news, and the gospel that the Lord has in store for us for the next week, the next month. Lord, if you're able and willing, we'll take it in the next 30 minutes, Lord, in the next 30 seconds. So let's go ahead and breathe on in the promises, the blessings, the good news, and the gospel that the Lord has in store for us now. So let's go ahead and breathe it in. Just... Now that we created a space for the Lord to move in a groove, let's dive on in and start talking all about personal prayer. Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 through 8 begins by saying this. Jesus begins and says, And when you do pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask of them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This verse deals with the foundation of nearly every single faith walk around the world. Nearly every single form of religion or culture has some independent, personal, or public way of interacting and connecting with their creator or their divine. 
For some, perhaps, it's laying out a mat or a, a cloth and praying in a specific direction. For others, it's simply bowing to their knees and holding their hands together. For others, it would be invo invoking themselves all around in nature so that they could see the creations of their creator. Whatever the case in point, however it is that it's done, every single being seeks to try and connect with something more. More often than not, it's in the form of prayer. Prayer is one of the major, most publicly seen acts of faith that's presented to nearly everyone despite their faith organization or where they are in their faith journey. Prayer is presented as this constant solution. Oh, you have a headache or a problem, financial issues, or simply you just can't connect with anyone, then you should pray. Oh, you haven't been able to find a job, then pray. Oh, you've been forgotten and left out, then you should pray. Oh, your money isn't adding up, then you should pray. Oh, your family's not listening to you, then you should pray. Prayer is presented as this foundational message, this foundational piece of our faith, this instant solution to all of our worries and problems, but that is not what prayer is. And it's in fact this misrepresentation of prayer that leaves people lacking the true understanding of how to pray. Throughout all of culture, especially American culture, there will be a thousand pastors and preachers telling you how to pray. They'll point back to this verse and say you should not be like hypocrites and so you should go off into your own rooms and pray personally, but then they'll end the entire sermon praying before the crowds. There's so many preachers and pastors that will present to you that prayer must sound like this and can't be a request or at all solution. It's not Santa Claus, but yet then you'll see in the Bible where there will be biblical characters simply praying for some resolution. See, prayer is divisive. It's expansive. But in reality, prayer exists in what can be argued throughout the Bible in about nine different types. There's the prayer of faith, the prayer of agreement, the prayer of request, of thanks, of worship, of dedication, of intercession, of impressation, and of even prayers from the Spirit. But all these different prayers boil down to one simple act. Prayer is nothing more than the connection of creation to their Creator despite their circumstances. Prayer is simply creation connecting with their creator despite the circumstances. Whether that creation is as simple as a rock or a tree. Whether that creation is as complex as a prisoner of war or a mother on her last straw. Whether that creation has known God's name before or is freshly introduced to it. Prayer is simply the connection despite circumstances. For many of us, when we read this verse, this idea of running away into a private, secluded space seems impossible. All of our spaces are controlled, are limited, are watched and communal. For some of us, we would hear these presentations of what prayer should be we become worried and disheartened thinking that I can never now pray. 
Because the only time I feel connected or I feel safe enough to be vulnerable and connect with my creator is when I'm in a space with other believers. Because at home isn't safe enough for me to pray and be vulnerable. For some of us, we would read this and think, well, the only time I can pray is in public when I'm protected. Prayer is not only the connection despite circumstances, but prayer is personal. God is looking and seeking to connect with us however we are able to. Despite the place, the time, the rate, the consistency, so often many believers will question their ability to believe simply because they don't pray like someone presents and says that they should. They don't pray daily or they don't run off to their secret space to pray because they simply do not have one. They don't have an altar at home or a closet that they can refurbish. They don't have a space or a moment to where it's even really their time to not think about someone else. Prayer looks personal and it can look as small or as big as we need it to be. Prayer is the connection to our creator despite the circumstances. Sometimes our circumstances won't allow us to be in private. Our circumstances won't allow us to be alone. Our circumstances may not even allow us the moment, the free time, the hour or 30 minutes that our pastor said is required to speak with the Lord. Sometimes our personal prayer is a momentary whisper. Sometimes it's a quick under our breath, Jesus. Sometimes it's a long-winded expression of sighs. And sometimes we can't even word the mouth or mouth the words to express the true emotions that we feel. And so sometimes it just comes out as a mumbled mess. All of these things are still prayer. Prayer is just any type of connection despite the circumstances. It is us as creation reaching out to our creator despite the time, the space, the circumstances, the limitations. For many of us, we fear prayer because we don't have a huge vocabulary. Many of us fear prayer because we believe we can't pray correctly because we can't even read our word. Prayer is not dictated upon our ability or our disability. Some of us fear that we can't pray simply because we physically don't have the ability to speak. Some of us have been presented with prayer that's only in English. And so the prayer of our native tongue feels as if it can't reach or connect to God. But let me remind you, share with you, and liberate you. Prayer is any form of connection despite the circumstances. In English, in Spanish, in American Sign Language, in simple mumbles or groans, whatever the case may be, your prayer is personal and it's yours. If it's a momentary whisper prayer, if it's an auditory scream to the heavens, if it's simply surrounding yourself with other creations so that you could celebrate the creator, whatever the case may be, you deserve to connect. That's why prayer is connection despite circumstances. Why prayer is so personal. It's because God destined and designed from eons before we were even formed for us to be able to connect. We were made to connect and reach out to God. 
is not supposed to look like what everybody else's is supposed to look like. Prayer isn't for some solution or for some reward. Many would look back at Matthew chapter 6 verses 5 through 8 and say prayer should result in some reward, but the reward is not some solution to our problem. It is instead connecting with our creator. That is the purpose of prayer. The same way how fasting last week wasn't about receiving some goal. It's all about alignment. Prayer doesn't provide the solution, but it instead connects us to something greater to remind us that we are bigger than the problem that we brought before our God. Prayer isn't about solution. It's about connection. Connection despite our circumstances. That's what makes prayer personal. That's why we're worth connecting. Jesus died and sacrificed his life on Calvary just so that each and every last one of us would have the chance to connect. Jesus, as an illiterate prisoner of war, someone complex and difficult, someone who on paper should have never been able to speak with such a divinely inspired creator, still was able to constantly connect. And because Jesus connected and sacrificed for us, we can connect despite all of our circumstances, despite all of our problems and situations. We can connect and make prayer personal for us. It can be as quiet as a whisper, as long as an hour, as loud as a scream, or as short as a simple word or syllable. Whatever the case may be, we are called to connect. And that is the purpose of prayer. And it is just that easy. This is your favorite Radio Reverend Preach Easy. That was my interpretation of prayer in Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 through 8. Let me know your interpretation down below. Let me know what you've been praying for, what you've been hoping for. How do you connect and how do you interact with your creator? Let me know all that down below. And if you liked any part of this, make sure to like, comment, send it to a friend. And know I'll be praying for you till you hear from me again. Your favorite Radio Reverend Preach Easy. Signing off.